Kalani, there are reports today that uh, BYU has uh, going to play Army on September 19th. We haven't seen anything official from BYU yet. Can you comment on that at all? Uh, I, know, I just know that Tom's working hard and I uh, get our schedule, but um, until it's official, you know, there's not really much to report. So I think, uh, I think there's been a lot of um, talk about it. So we'll see what happens in the next little bit. But I'll just let Tom do his part and I'm going to do my mine, which is coach these guys up. You know, we had a couple good practices so far yesterday and today. So I'm really excited about scrimmage coming up on set on uh, Thursday. I wanted to ask you about the defense. A lot of rumblings about some changes. Uh, you probably don't want to get into detail, but kind of how are those just progressing? How, how are the guys taking to some of those? Schematics? Yeah, the guys are doing great. I mean, the, the, the you know, I know that they've, uh, they haven't been doing as well in, in the live stuff, but we've held out some guys, you know, and, and, and um, we're going to be tackling. They'll probably get more, more work on Thursday, but, you know, we're going against Navy. It's a different beast. So we'll be tackling, uh, going live against our scouts all the way up until the week of the game. So, uh, you know, we're just trying to get, trying to balance our defense between what we have uh, already are the foundation that we've set and then also what we want to do against uh, the option um, that we see from Navy. And so that's, that's basically what we're focusing on. The, the There's a lot of talent there, you know, and then uh, they responded really well defensively yesterday uh, to, to what, you know, to basically I think they had one of the better days yesterday. And, um, and it was a long practice. They did pretty good today. And it's, it's, a, it's a good back and forth right now. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens when we go live again on Thursday. Go ahead, Mitch. Yeah, Kalani, from, from your conversations with Tom, uh, just maybe how close is your guys' schedule maybe to being finalized? Um, I mean, obviously, if it, was, if it was finalized, then it'd be done, you know. But I think I, I have a lot of confidence that he's he's get, he's getting the right people on the phone and talking to a lot of people and and trying to organize it. And so I've, uh, you know, he's called me, and I think every time he's asked me about any opponent, I've just said, yeah, let's go. There's whatever can be the easiest to uh, get them get them on the schedule, you know. So that's that's uh, I have a lot of confidence Tom will do do his job and he does it well. So. Uh, like I said, I'm just going to focus on getting the team ready for whatever shows up. And Kalani, right now, we have maybe we can focus on that. Understandable. And and in regards to maybe the health of your team, has there been any? I know you don't get into the the little mm -hmm. injuries, but maybe season-ending injuries. Have you been on good on that front? What's the latest there? Uh, no season-ending. Um, there's there's some uh, injuries that could make it a little bit late. I think uh, Jacques Wilson's one that that comes to mind. But other than that, I think everything is uh, guys can, can return. And we've got a little little uh, banged up guys here and there, but I think it's just part of camp when you go. There's been a physical camp too. You know, we practiced. We've had a lot of practices, a lot of different sessions. And so, um, you know, we've had the guys here for a long time. It's, it's, uh, we can start scaling back. After this week, I think we start scaling back a little bit on the contact. But uh, like I said before, the defensive party ramp it up a little bit more, uh, getting ready for the, for the option. Okay, Darnell, you ready to ask a question? Okay, who, who else? Yeah, I got it. Sorry, I was on my phone trying to do it. Uh, Kalani, okay, what, when you guys evaluate the scrimmages, what specific things are you looking for? How do you grade that out? Well, it's just like a game. So um, you know, we see how these guys 
perform when it's live and, and uh, you know, when, when everything's flying around. So that, that, that goes from a lot of, I mean, the experienced guys have a little bit more edge, but it's also a test to see how these young guys, the newcomers to the program, how they react to our scheme and, you know, the, the, the system of the game. So what was that? Did everybody hear me on that or no? Yeah, okay. I, think, I think so. I think we're good. Yeah, I mean, it's just like a game. So we've had we have tons of um, reps of, of evaluating these guys. I'd like to see how they how they perform when when everything's going pretty much live. <clears throat> okay, Jake, Jake, then Mitch, go ahead. Lonnie, I wanted to ask you in terms of defending the option. You haven't had experience doing it with your team while you've been at BYU to this point. But what does it entail in terms of what you need to teach your guys and have them prepared for? What discipline, discipline and toughness is the, is the, the two things that I think uh, when you look at these teams that are playing again. I mean, I, I've had experience in the past, right? So I've seen it. Uh, there's a lot of different ways to to defend it, but when it comes down to it, that that option is based so that they can take advantage of someone being undisciplined um, and trying to do too much instead of just doing their one eleventh on the field and then. Uh, you know, and then the toughness part, they're going to test your toughness and uh, see how you, you uh, react to the physical part of it, getting cut, things like that. And uh, I think that, that fits – I think both those things should fit our, our culture and fit our, our players really well as far as uh, testing those things. But, you know, they, they, they're, they're experts at it, and um, so we'll see how it goes. I think that, uh, you know, they finished ranked last year. They had, they had a really talented team and explosive, scored a lot of points. Um, had 11 wins, uh, won their bowl game against a P5 team. So uh, this team is talented and, and well-coached. And I know a lot of coaches on that staff. And, um, you know, so I, I know that they'll have these guys ready and, and they'll test us. And so it's, it's a matter of us being able to simulate as much as we can in practice and trying to – that's why we're going to go live and try to get our guys to – you know, I think we have tough guys, but just kind of remind them that this is going to be that kind of game. Kalani, which position groups do you feel have maybe already established how the depth will look in that season opener against Navy? Um, there's a lot. Oh, sorry. A nice, nice ringtone. <laughs> no, there's, there's a, there's a. I think there's still some shifting around, but uh, I, I don't know. It's gonna be hard to to pick out the depth chart right now. Still, I mean, you're looking at all the different positions. We we still have some live work to do, right? So. Thursday, I, I, I don't want to start forming a depth chart until we get to Thursday and, and get more evaluation on the guys. I think it's important to to give um, newcomers and, and also guys that have made huge difference from how they played last year to this year. There's a lot of guys that made huge strides from that moment in the last you know last year. So um, want to give them every opportunity to to establish you know their their place in, in the depth chart and for some of the starters to to pretty much confirm that they should be the starters. But when you do that, it gives you an opportunity to see uh, what you can count on um, going into the season, going into games, and then possible rotation. So I, I don't know if there's anything set yet, set yet. And I know there's some guys that think that there's some things that are working out. A lot of that has to do with experience. When you're looking at Matt Busherman and Kyrus Toma, I don't know who's going to beat those guys out, you know, but there's other players that are in a similar position. But there's a – there's other guys that are, that are looking at getting the best 11 on offense or defense, and that depends on personnel groups. And right now is the time for them to make that mark and to you know, show that, that we need to put them on the field. 
Go ahead, Jay, then Jake. Yeah, you, Kalani, you just answered most of my question about what the scrimmage will entail uh, on Thursday. But just moving past that, will you turn your attention to, to game planning for Navy after the scrimmage? Or, or will it go you back? Mean, uh, fully? Yeah, I think, I think going after the scrimmage, we'll, we'll, we'll make that switch and do a lot of the scout team work. But, I mean, we've been doing a lot of Navy prep since we knew about that game, right? So uh, we've been being able to split some time up and defensively, that's, that's been a little bit of delay on our, our, our defense, probably not performing their best, is that we're splitting their time right now from different schemes, you know, and, and we're spending half the time working the Navy stuff and then spending half the time establishing our foundation for what's going to, what's basically our base package when it comes to what we do defensively and scheme and everything. So uh, I, I would say that uh, scheme-wise, when it comes down to to the Navy stuff, it's just way different. You know, that's it's a unique offense. Um, and then, I mean, there's, there's moments where the air raid was the unique thing, and now that seems more like the norm. And this, this option is, is still unique and probably more uh, having to do with the academies than anything else. And so, uh, they, like I said, they're going to test your toughness and your discipline. And so the scheme can change a little bit as far as what you're trying to focus on and, and what you're trying to limit their strengths at. So that, that's what it comes down to. Right now we're splitting time on defense. Offensively, uh, they can still keep doing their thing. But I think defense is starting to turn the corner right now and, and looking forward to Thursday. It's going to be a lot of game-type situations still and get a lot of live tackling and um, work some special teams in there. We've seen some really good things. We haven't spent a lot of time talking about special teams, but uh, Rico and Jake have done a great job with uh, punting and, and uh, place kicking. And just real quick, Neil Powell coming back, uh, has the potential to be another really good BYU story of redemption, like Jamal Williams, Sione Takitaki. What is it about the environment there, the culture that you've established that's kind of enabled players to to get a second chance and come back? Well, I mean, the the culture is not what I've established. It's basically the it's it's a reflection on what we have here established in the, in school. And the church, you know, it's it's about um, opportunities and also um, for, for forgiveness, you know. And, and uh, I think our whole gospel is built on the atonement. And and so I think it's really important that you don't uh, shame someone for making mistakes. Mistakes are what happens. What you do is you educate them and show them love. And then you show them a path to a path back to a good standing, you know. And, and uh, if you don't have a plan for them, then, then it's, I think it's really difficult for for uh, young men and young women to, to function, you know, and uh, it's, a, it's just a better life, you know. So I think the most important part th that we've done here is not um, we, we address mistakes as part of life, part of the, the, the game of football even, but I don't, you, you don't look at the, the mistakes specifically. You care for the person and then you um, show them a, a, a path to come back and and give them a lot of hope and a lot of energy and a lot of love and positivity. So the biggest problem with, with young people nowadays is the shame, the guilt that comes along with it. And I think the more you can communicate and keep talking to people and let them know that, that uh, there's, there's a, a good way to re respond from this. And Neil's a great story because he's a great young man from an awesome family. And it would have been really sad if he had to go hide from the mistakes that he's made. Instead, he's owning up to him, doing a lot of service work, and trying to make the world a better place. And I've been really proud of him.
Kalani, I wanted to ask you, in past fall camps, we've talked about when you get three weeks in, we call them the dog days of fall camp. How is your team holding up in this fall camp as compared to previous ones? Um, it's still people are still getting banged up. I think I think the guys are a little bit more prepared because they're they're older. You know, there's a lot more. Uh, we have a lot of more um, experience on the field and have been through camps, and so uh, I think they're feeling a lot more comfortable um, being being leaders. You know, and, and and we've had a lot of great feedback from the players as a head coach and the staff. I think it's important that we we allow them to just give us free uh, feedback and then. And they feel free to give us their opinions. Now we kind of adjust what we need to do, but it's from everything from from what we eat to, you know, our schedule to everything. I, I think they feel a lot of empowerment in this program, and you know, I'm, I, I think there's it comes with with uh, for me as as a head coach, I have to be guiding these guys along the way. But if if you want great leaders, you have to give them a chance to lead. And so I've seen that. And I just like having a veteran group. If if we can keep this thing rolling, where it's a, uh, you know, we we graduate guys but that we keep bringing back some veterans that are willing to just take the ownership and leadership of the team then that would be a good thing for us go ahead greg hey kalani how, how would you describe uh, team building if you will uh during covid um despite the challenges that the guys still have the chance to kind of vibe together and 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 off the field be a group again yeah i think the 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 difficult part is um we're not able to do a lot of stuff outside of facility, you know, but I think just having the guys after what we went through the quarantine and having everybody just stay away from the building. Uh, once they've been back, it's just like, I don't think these guys take anything for granted anymore. Even conversations, they just, they'll just sit. I mean, if you think about it, just sitting, sitting six feet away from someone and having a discussion and eye to eye contact, that was different. We, that, we didn't have that a few months ago, you know? So, the guys are, are doing that more and they're just interacting with each other. And I think that's kind of the team building that we have right now that with, with it in what we do in football and lifting that already, you know, when you're going through the lifting and the dog days of, of fall camp, it's always good to have someone to go through it with, you know? So when, when you're sore, you know, everybody's sore and everybody's tired and uh, they're going through that together. So I think, I think uh, the empathy's there, you know, but I, I think also just, these guys are just missed hanging out and, and communicating and, I think things are looking like they're trending back to normal, but we'll still have to keep keeping this a low risk environment and keep educating the guys on how this, how to handle the, the pandemic, how to handle the virus still.